0: As humans, we all have areas of life to explore. The relationships with ourselves, others, our health, money, and our work are all crucial to not only our happiness, but our growth, and ultimately helping you be your own magic. On Life, the podcast, we explore these relationships with some pretty dope humans and have some amazing conversations. I'm Ash, your coach and your host. Let's get into today's show. So on today's episode, I got to interview April Frazier. April has this amazing program that's coming out to help with women empower themselves and be the best version of themselves. The interview was dope. April's a dope human being. She's my girl. I love when we get to chat it up. It's just always such a good time. Make sure you all tune in. Let's go. Hey, April. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to sit with me today. I appreciate you being here. I'm so excited to talk to you. You have no idea. Um, can you please let
1: my audience know who you are in 10 seconds? Oof, 10 seconds, the pressure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, It's real simple, honestly. I'm a woman that's a, a wanderer. In so many ways, and I feel like I live in the wilderness of self-actualization. I I wanna, I wanna create what I see in my mind, and help others create what they see in their mind for themselves. And I gotta be free. That's my compass. Oh,
0: I got chills. I gotta be free. I think, I think that's like so worthy. Just. We live lives in these boxes, and it's time to break out of them and be the best versions of ourselves. So I, oof, I like that. I didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. So I, I know you, you and I have talked before, and one of the things that I learned about you is you left what on paper and to a lot of other people from the outside looking in was
1: a dream career. Can you tell everyone what that was and why you left? Yeah, girl. I used to sling code. Um, used to write code, lead software teams, um, all the things for 18 years. Honestly, it surprises me that I'm old enough to say 18 years. 18 um, like,
0: years, I was gonna
1: say that. <laughs> yeah, girl. Yeah. Um, 18 years, and um, the bottom line of it is that uh, you know there was there's a distinction between what we're good at and what we love. And I was good at it from the money perspective, but I hated it, and it was too small. I I gotta I gotta be free. It was very confining, it, and it didn't um, align to all of my strengths. It certainly activated my intellect, but my creativity was suffering, and as a result, my my energy, my soul was feeling compressed. And um, for a long time, I felt that, but. Of course, the salary was good, girl. I had the, the house and vacations and everything. Um, and also being a woman of color, doing something like that, I was a unicorn. It was kind of great, not going to lie to you, but um, it wasn't right for me.
0: Was there like a struggle for you to walk away from it? Because tech is booming. You're a woman of color. That's major Knowing that you were walking away from so much into the unknown, like, did you have a struggle
1: with that? Of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, who doesn't? You're talking about leaving safety for the wilderness. Nobody does that. My But is new job
0: really safe?
1: Well, that's what we're taught, though, right? That salary is safe. And in some ways it can be, I mean, I was taught you don't leave a job without having another job. This. Me, too. me too. But I was, I was suffering. I mean, my skin was rioting. I, I got pictures of like full on breakout because I was just so stressed, and the stress was part of the job, but also part of the fact that I just I was doing something that wasn't right for me, and uh, you know, as you know, as an entrepreneur. The, people think that uh, building a business is all about just finding your audience and having a product, Mm -hmm. but it's the one of the greatest personal development journeys you can ever take. It is, And I had no idea until I started a business that that was true. I thought I'm just going to, I'm going to start this other thing. But um, in retrospect, I've just learned so much about myself.
0: You just said something that. So in the. End of 22, I made a decision that I was going to be very intentional about not doing anything that stressed me out because stress kills and it is just an unhealthy place to be. And so the fact that you just said that and there was something that happened major in my life today that reiterated, like I made the best decision to to keep a gate around the stress that I allow in. To keep mm-hmm. a gate around me to stop the stress on oh, I mean, so that right like, there in itself makes it all worth it. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's not for the faint of heart, as you know, but for somebody like me or my compass, you know, a lot of times entrepreneurs get into business. I was talking a conversation with somebody else today was with a business opportunity, and he's trying to tell me about all the money I can make, blah blah blah, and I'm like, yeah, but you don't understand. I'm not driven by the money. I'm driven by the freedom. Mm-hmm. I, I I like having my own time. I like making my own schedule. I like uh, going and browsing, taking a movie in the middle of the day and knowing that everything is where it belongs I'm and I, I'm getting what I need. I, it's the freedom that drives me. You just can't typically get that working for somebody else.
0: Okay, but let be honest here. Did you have a moment where you were like, mm, how much money did you save? And then you have to check yourself or no?
1: I sometimes do. And honestly, like when I'm thinking about sometimes, you know, you have moments of panic as an entrepreneur, like I'm just going to go get another job. It's just too yes. hard. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's too hard. Um, And I know I could go somewhere and make six figures Um, I, I, more than I, I think. Don't get me wrong. I definitely had those moments of panic even now, even as I'm launching new things, even as I'm, you know, getting repeat clients and I'm out there and doing different things. But I keep coming back to, yeah, but whatever it is, whatever it is that I do, I keep coming back to that freedom because I just like, like stress kills. Absolutely. I also think playing small kills (laughs) much more slowly. Yeah
0: yeah it's nothing like living every day with a slow death because you're not doing what you know you
1: were put on this earth to do you and you know what and you hit on it right it's purpose Mm -hmm. um some of us can some people can work a job that's just a job they're doing it to do whatever else they do in their life and respect respect Mm -hmm. i'm not one of those people so if I'm working with somebody else, I'm also, you know, I, it's kind of hard to say, but I am one of those women that I like to have command.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you said it, you said it.
1: <laughs> Put my, I'm, I can, I can submit, I can, you know, whatever, but, I, but, but really, if you give me what I want, I want command of my schedule, of my time, of what I'm doing in the world, of my energy. I want command. Yeah, um okay. so there's just when you when you're clear about that it's once you work for yourself and I, I've been at this for five years full time like once you work for yourself you're it's almost like you're unemployable because <laughs> yeah, yeah. how you want, it's hard.
0: Can, it's really hard. Back.
1: <laughs> how can you like
0: yeah that freedom is is everything all right, so on the show we talk about relationships, and one of the ones well. You told me you want to focus on that relationship with yourself or that we just have with ourselves. Um, What was the defining moment for you when you knew that
1: was the relationship that you needed to work on? Mm -hmm. I went through so much of my first part of my life rushing. And my big thing was, I don't have time. I don't got time for that. I don't have time to take care of myself. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. And, you know, we don't find time. We create time but I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Um and then I went through a very critical breakup. Relate romantic relationship that busted a hole in my life and the breakup was also produced for me kind of a breakdown. Mm. And all that breaking actually created the great awakening of my life. Mm. And in that awakening, I got really clear. Like all the time I'm saying, I don't know. Actually, I do. If I stop trying to justify it, if I stop trying to explain it, if I stop trying to rush, I do know what I want. And I do know, I am really clear about what I know about myself, but the justifications and the judgments and the... The conditioning for what I've been taught you're supposed to do, be a good good air quote woman or employee or whatever and 401 k like all the stuff I was taught I do know I don't want that I do know what I want with myself too right like
0: yeah yeah
1: so I it was it was a, it was the most difficult time in my life to date, but it was also the most illuminating.
0: We grow from those hearts. The hardest times, sometimes everything has to fall apart before it can be put back together. Even better, and it just come back better.
1: Yeah, it's hard to see that though. In the mix, you know, a battle of war, whatever they call it, like it's I can only tell you this in the retrospective. At the time, I was like, "Oh, my life is falling apart," but there was so many points of clarity that are irreplaceable for who I am today. Who I am today is at essence the same, but 180 degrees different expression of my gifts because they're mine and I'm conscious of them when I wasn't before, you know? Oh yeah. All
0: right. You have something that you say, the danger of the duty call. Did I get that right? Mm
1: -hmm. All right. (laughs) can
0: you tell me more about what this means Mm
1: um i the the thing about duty is um you know you can respect somebody you don't like right yeah and with duty you can you can operate from a sense of duty but with a boatload of resentment Right, I was coaching a woman, and she wanted to make a change. Her mom had done this thing and had set her up with a business, but she didn't want it. <laughs> she was feeling pretty burdened. Can you by repeat? It. Can you repeat that? You can. Op- oh, repeat that. That was powerful. Uh, you can operate from duty with a boatload yeah. of resentment. Yeah, and that's yes. really how you know you're operating from duty, not from love. Sometimes duty, you you you're operating from duty out of love. That's different. What I'm speaking to when I talk about the danger of the duty call is like the call for you to, to go and do something and take care of something. To, especially if you're doing it only from duty, what I consider duty with resentment, then then that's a it's dangerous because sometimes people are so focused on. I, I coach so many women who you know they're mom, they're a mom with kids and they have a maybe they have a job and they're constantly in motion on all these lines of duty to do things in service to other people but at the sacrifice of themselves and their health their own sanity their energy and they're full of resentment yeah and I think mm-hmm. that's the danger for me. You have these people, you have so many people who want, and myself included, who want to do what's right for other people, take care of others, serve others. But it's got to be in the right ratio that, because the danger of the duty call is resentment. And if you're mm-hmm. feeling that, um, that's, if anyone is feeling that, then that's a signal that something needs to shift in a way that's going to be more in alignment with how a person wants to live their life and serve others. Like you can do both, but if it's, you gotta be. Sometimes
0: people don't even know that they're carrying that resentment.
1: They just are doing. Yeah. 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 And that's conditioning, right? Like we're, we're socialized for what I'm a recovering strong woman. Like I'm the (laughs) strong woman. Yeah, boss. I got my own money. Like, (laughs) all the things and yet and yet my i was so conditioned to think of myself as a strong woman and to do all the strong woman things that it made it difficult for me to surrender it made it difficult for me to be soft it made it difficult for me to say i need help it made it difficult for me to say i don't want to do that
0: let me tell you i posted me, it was like mean, guy standing up, like me calling God to make sure that I am not on the strongest woman list for twenty twenty three. Like I'm good. I, I
1: don't need it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah I, I definitely you. So you get it right. Like the strong woman guess, is that's propaganda that never served us. Yeah, yeah. So
0: and it's it's hard to untrain it. First, you gotta admit that that's what you are. Going through or portraying, and then you have to work really hard to untrain it. Yes, it, it becomes it becomes so much of you because it's generational. My mama was a strong woman. Her mother was a strong woman, and so I, I'm a strong woman. And that's what I've been taught. That's what I have seen And so breaking that, it's
1: hard. It's hard work. Yeah. I agree with you. And I think that's part of it too, right? Is the identity is a sense of belonging as a strong woman when, no, that ain't a party I want to be in. That was fine. (laughs) You know, it, it, it's not, um, the identity of a strong woman does not embrace humanity, the woman's humanity. And, um, for so long, Certain communities, certain women have been the strong ones and it's taking a toll on our health, right? And our wealth. And it's time of us to take our power back, Ashley. I
0: love it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> All right. So um, this is a great trend. A lot of people just feel stuck. Mm-hmm. For so many reasons.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We just talked about one. You you have something where you talk about the great comeback. How to rebound from failure and pain. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: There are many pieces to that, right? And we probably don't have time to get all into it. But I, I I love a great comeback. I mean, I feel like I came back. I feel like right now, honestly, in some ways, I'm writing my next comeback story. Um, And I meet mm-hmm. so many women who um, they'll tell me about their failures, but what I hear and all the failures. And then when we look at where they are right now, I hear a great comeback, abuse and, you know, whatever else. And it's like, they're sad. They're trying to tell me about the past and all the stuff and mistakes they made. But I'm like, yeah, but look at where you are right now. Come back. Um, so I, I feel like the first element of the great comeback is to recognize that, um, you can't go back and change the past but you can rewrite the past in the sense that you could tell the full story so many of us can yeah. tell the story about the failures and the shortcomings but in all of that just like in my own story and all of that there is so much good that we don't tell so much growth that we don't talk about and believe it or not we're not very good at seeing ourselves on the other side of it We're on and I think the to really recognize a comeback is to say, okay, that happened. This stuff happened, sure, and there were mistakes made, sure, whatever else. And but there was a lot of growth. And let's rewrite the past, the story that we tell on the inside, so we can we can honor that.
0: And but that's how people need to work with you right there. Like you just said something. You can't see it from the inside. And so they're going to always struggle with knowing what it was and how to honor it. So why should somebody work with you and what can you help them do?
1: Mm. (laughs) My, my line is my one liner is I hope people remember how powerful they are. Mm. And there's so much that doesn't get told in a person's story. There's so much that we can't see in ourselves, unfortunately. Gifts and strengths. Our eyes look out and we can see others, but we need a mirror to see our own selves. And I act I act as kind of a mirror for people so that you can see the real you, not the real that the not the conditioned you or the story that you're telling about you or what your family validated, the, the characteristics that your family validated or your social, social social circle validated, but like really the gifts, the gifts in the garbage, so to speak of your journey, let's say. And then also the gifts that are inherent with genes and genius that a lot of people can't see. That's just who we are. We need someone, we need a mirror to reflect back. And that's what I do is help people reflect back and really see themselves for who they truly are and then get in their power. Stand really. So confident.
0: everybody needs to get that memo that they don't have to walk around powerless or just feeling like they have no control because mm-hmm. they can one hundred percent take it back. But they have to know, I gotta get a coach. I have to work with April. She's who can help me.
1: Yeah, and people have to be ready in full transparency. You know, Ashley, people got to be ready to take that journey because it's not, you know it can be uncomfortable for people, but it, it is. a Yeah. I don't care how strong you are. It's going to be
0: uncomfortable. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it's so meaningful. As you know, I've done it. I still work with my own coaches and I'm like, shoot, just yeah. when I think I like arrived. Yeah. <laughs> that was a shadow. Okay. Hey, shadow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I really, I also, I guess the other part of it too is that I really feel passionate about helping women uh, as a woman of color myself and the germ as a woman and and the people that I've served like I feel really passionate that there's so much gift and genius that is buried beneath um conditioning that we're given Mm -hmm. and I want to help women take back the goodness and the womanhood um want to help remember how good it is to be a woman, what a gift it is to be a woman and all the gifts that they have to give. That's that's where I'm at right now. That's my current, like, girl, let's unlock the good in your womanhood because it's always there. Oh, I like
0: that. I like that. <laughs> um, so you have a course that you created. Mm-hmm. Tell me more about this. Who is it for? And, you know, how are they going to come out on the other side of it?
1: Yeah. The course is called The Knowing Woman. And the reason that it's named that way is because there's so much that we know that we don't realize that we know. And the, the the intrinsic knowing that we have about what's right for us, what's not right. Um, I was coaching a woman and she kept saying, I don't know. I don't know what I want. And then when we, we went a little further in the conversation, as I coached her, five minutes later, she's like, you know what? I do know what I would do. I, I would do this mm-hmm. and I would do that and I would call. And you know what? I've done this before, actually. And up until that moment, all of that knowledge, all of that was inside of her, but she didn't realize it. So she slowed down, got really present and then... Mm-hmm actually just asked herself, what would I do? Fact is, she would come out swinging like she always has, right? And so the idea being that that intrinsic knowing that we all have is like showering in the dark. Nobody needs to tell you where your body parts are as long as it's safe in the shower. (laughs) Like, no, nothing that would, you know, you'd stumble over or trip on. As long as it's pretty safe, nobody needs to tell you how to wash your face. Even if you can't see it, you just know. And the course is all about helping women to restore that intrinsic knowing so they can make more powerful decisions, so they can engage the world on their own terms, so that they can take back their power and start creating a life experience that they love and that nourishes them from a deeply impactful place.
0: I love it. I love it. I'm excited for that. It's necessary. Uh, It's very necessary.
1: I love it. This is work I would do, Ashley. Like, you know, we talked about it, right? I came out of tech, but this is, this is, honestly, Mm -hmm. I feel like this is what I'm part of what I'm here to do is help women Mm -hmm. clear the cut, the clutter, so to speak, so they can stand in their genius and their power and their gifts. That gets me out of bed in the morning. That's, that's what it's all about.
0: And everybody needs it. We, women, Carry so much, so much responsibility. Mm-hmm. It just the family. I don't care if you have kids or not, you still carry the family as a woman. And they're your friends and just being a support for everything and everybody. It's time to pour into ourselves
1: and work on, on us. Indeed. I like that. I mm-hmm. love that. Indeed. Okay, Indeed. So-
0: <laughs> oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to
1: say, you and I talked before a long time ago. It's like, I was telling you about my my sister having a child Um, and I'm noticing how much guilt is placed on mothers and, and yeah. how much guilt they take on and all the things. And I'm just like, oh yeah, no. Like you said, the responsibilities. <sighs> I want to help. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. So... How can people work with
1: you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I am, the course is open. Um, It is going to be available at goodwomanhood.com. They can come on in that destination indeed. And um, I have two things that I can offer. Um, I have a course for people who are just, tiptoeing in and want to know more about it, they can take the email course and then there is also the larger course of knowing, the Knowing Woman. That's more comprehensive and they can go ahead and join that too. Um, but just pop on in, goodwomanhood.com. I love to see and support and help people. I okay. love
0: So, what do you hope that listeners take away from this interview today? That's going to help them on their journey to Becoming their own magic. So that's my thing. But I almost wanted to say your thing instead of mine because I feel like (laughs) (laughs) I need to stick with that theme today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So many things. But I guess I want to tell anybody listening, know your power. Mm. Yeah, I think that it's just that simple. Know your power. Which is, it's a lot. Takes a lot of days. So. Yeah. Did I miss anything at all? <laughs> N- no, lady. I think I'm just super privileged to be here with you. And thank you for having me. Thank you for uh-huh. mixing it up with me for a few minutes. And um, <laughs> so excited to be here.
0: I. I am too. I can't wait to share this out. Uh, It's going to help so many. I know so many women that need just this. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to help them. I I want you to like, shameless plug yourself again. Where can people find you? (laughs) How can they work with you? Because they need to get all of your goodness. You are a whole vibe. And I'm here to tell them that. And they will truly, I've heard nothing but great things from
1: people. So they're going to love it. I appreciate you always, always (laughs) boss. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I am Ash, your coach. On all platforms, at Ash, your coach. A-S-H-Y-O-U-R-C-O-A-C-H. You can also visit ashyourcoach.com. Make sure that you like, subscribe, follow, comment. Tell me what you want to see more of. This is an amazing show with amazing humans, and I am glad that you are a part of it. See you guys next time.